0: I'm Daniel, and my pronouns are he and him. I'm Robert, and my pronouns are also he and him.
1: And And this this is Grizzly Kiki. Kiki. Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as a meet and greet with James Charles. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95 and they offer great customer service. I should know. And they do sunglasses too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl.
0: Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. Who doesn't love that?
1: (laughs) Choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way you can try on all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. We don't need people seeing things blurry
0: and Daniel wears Warby Parker and now he can actually see me
1: and i'm now considering a divorce hey to get started head over to slash kiki wait, wait 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 warby porker
0: that's oh, a very different website i was projecting very different
1: i mean i project in all directions give them give them that yeah. link one more time so oh, sorry To get started, head over to WarbyParkerTrial.com slash Kiki. Again, that's WarbyParkerTrial.com slash Kiki.
0: Warby Parker,
1: modern eyewear made
0: simple. Don't Google Warby Parker. You'll regret it.
1: Hello, hi. Hi. How are you? (laughs) Hello, hi. Um,
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Um, I am feeling very festive. Are you? Yes. We did. Um, we did wrap some gifts. We did. Santa came early. It's just. It's nice because that's what we used to do in my family. It's like you know, as soon as the tree was up. Um, well, when the tree was up, as soon as presents were being wrapped, they go under the tree. Did you ever have years where you didn't put up a tree? Yes. After my mom passed away, oh. I didn't put up a tree for oh, 2009, 2000 until we moved in together. So for two years there was a lapse.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yes. That makes obviously that makes mm-hmm. sense. And
1: then I. Th- I think we skipped a a year or two, maybe.
0: I was thinking more out of, like, laziness or boredom of the season. no, laziness. We we
1: definitely had a couple years like that. Because we didn't... Like, growing up? Growing... Well, Mm.
0: not necessarily growing up. I think it was more, like, when I was older and still in high school or when I was in college, maybe, Mm -hmm. where my mom just didn't have the patience. And also, uh, Christmas was going to be celebrated at someone else's house. Ah, so
1: yeah we weren't allowed my grandmother stopped Uh, putting up a tree at a certain point i know that because that's where we i mean we spent christmases with both of my grandparents and separately um (laughs) so my mom's mom kind of stopped at a certain point and my father my father my father's mother your father my father's mother uh my father's mom would um Mm. put up she had a gorgeous fake tree But then she started putting up palm trees.
0: Oh, I live where your grandmother's Corona palm tree that she she puts up every year. Saw
1: it in Colorado at a supermarket one year before the holidays when she was using my Aunt Judy. And she wanted it. And so my Aunt Judy asked them, like, you know, when whatever promotion was up, if she could buy it. And they gave it to her. And my grandmother now decorates a plastic. It's almost like a cutout. I can't remember exactly. But it's. It's like a fake palm tree, but it's very, very fake, like almost cartoonish.
0: Uh, yeah. We'll have
1: to post a photo of from, it if we get across, one this
0: year. From across the room, it looks like a palm tree. hmm I just... I always think of it, and it's, this is a weird way of putting it, but I think, like, there's cheese and then there's queso tropical. And, like, your grandmother is giving me, like... Oh, yes. Navidad tropical. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just... I love Absolutely. I love that your grandmother mm-hmm. specifically has a palm tree. Like, who has una palmera instead of... Like, I love it so much.
1: And she also, like, you know like wraps the whole thing in lights oh absolutely so like it's a whole big thing there are lights Um, on it i
0: think she puts the her christmas cards on the tree mm -hmm. which i guess is a tradition that i that i we didn't
1: christmas cards on the tree
0: on the tree itself yeah
1: yes some well it depends like if you had room we would tuck them in to the branches but at like growing up we had like a wall where we'd put them
0: so we had uh what is that called Um, a mantle not a mantle. What is the thing? We had molding around, oh, okay. uh, around the entryway to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so we would just put all of the Christmas cards on the molding mm-hmm. around the entryway to the kitchen. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like, I don't remember when it when was the first time that I was like, oh, we have all these Christmas cards. What do we do with them? And I remember, th- I actually think we framed the Christmas tree one year by putting the Christmas cards on. That's cute. That's the, what we do.
1: You and I do. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, you you're talking about <laughs> us.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did not ever. Um, w- my ex was Jewish, so we had a Christmas tree, but it was like not a Christmas tree. And it was more. Go into. So, tree. It was more like um, it was like we were. Uh, what is the thing? Um, the thing that Amy Sedaris does on her show. Um, it was like we were we were, um, crafting. Crafting, oh, cr- oh, okay. It was like we were crafting. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with the holiday. It was like, this is a craft project. Um, and so th- there just was nothing about that. Mm-hmm. But like you
1: and I have framed yeah. the tree with, with cards and this year they're framed with our mm-hmm. um our handmade uh Christmas stockings, yes, which I'm very excited about I'm very happy that you
0: you came up with that idea because I was mm-hmm. just going to
1: recycle last year's Christmas stockings I know they are last year's Christmas stockings the stockings from the year before that I mean they were the ones that you know we printed out our names and stuck on right so this year. I did like stencil letters that I cut out and then we put glitter on them and And then you had the idea of also printing printing out little ornaments, and then those got glittered. Um, And they look very pretty and very elegant, if I do say so myself.
0: It's very festive, and I'm not not usually... I feel like typically around this time of year, I'm thinking about practicality over... Mm -hmm. Uh, festive nature or like a festive spirit and i'm always like w- we're putting up this tree for no one because mm-hmm. no one comes over to our apartment between thanksgiving and new year's unless we have people over exactly. for new year's yeah. which we probably won't no. and so um but it it felt like we needed like we needed this festive element yeah in our lives. it
1: was an odd couple of weeks so i think yeah. you know we needed it um yeah i'm very excited i'm very i feel very festive this year same so here we go uh
0: i also i was reminiscing yesterday when i was when we were wrapping presents uh, in the I, I used to wrap all of our christmas gifts uh at my parents dining table and it was just like it was a huge table that you could roll out a giant thing of of uh wrapping paper on and then um and then basically we would cut strips of the wrapping paper with a knife, like with the same knife my mom would use to chop vegetables and stuff.
1: We would clean it really good and use it to cut. Yeah, when you asked me for the paper. big knife yesterday, I was like, what What do you want that for?
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's just how... That's how we did it growing up is that you'd fold it like you would fold it extra good wherever you were going to cut it and mm-hmm. then you would just slice through that piece of the paper. We also had ooh we had Mylar wrapping paper for the longest time and that was oh, so annoying. I hate Mylar wrapping because paper. Because you you'd get so you'd get the gift wrapped and then you're getting ready to put tape on it and the tape just doesn't stay mm-hmm. because it's not you Know it's not meant stuff. for that, yeah. It also never ripped, which I hated. I, I love the, the satisfying mm-hmm. feeling of ripping the wrapping paper, but also, you know, being, being in a Hispanic household, it was a dream for like my aunt because she would unwrap her gift and be
1: like, mm, save it, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like you know, I mean, you like, know, me, I you know joe and david would make fun of me because you know all of our extra paper bags were under the sofa cushions (laughs) and now i'm very upset we have a sofa that you can't do that with so they're in a bag somewhere else it's fine
0: we didn't need to make space for those (laughs) well we did make space for them but not under the couch i know
1: i like them there though
0: i feel like we used to do that because we didn't respect our couch and now we have
1: a couch we actually respect well then we can't (laughs) like it doesn't have a like cushions we can live it has
0: an underneath we could definitely buy same yeah you're right
1: we have our folding table we
0: anyway enough bragging about our couch um let's talk about the masked singer
1: oh my god it was very thrilling this week. It was thrilling. Um, so the contestants who competed this week, the first pair were The Butterfly, who performed Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato but versus The Fox, who performed Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton.
0: You know, I didn't... Looking at this now, I'm just finding out what song The Fox did.
1: I think I'd heard that song before, but honestly, I was really... Well, I thought the butterfly was amazing. And I do like that song in general, but she made me like it more. Yes. Um so oh, I was r-
0: before we go any further, I just wanna make the spoiler announcement now oh, yeah. because I will forget. We are going to spoil who was unmasked on this week's on the the previous week's episode of The Masked Singer. So if
1: you don't wanna find out, then please like skip ahead to the next segment. Yeah. And it's gonna get really intense, I think, because I think that they're wrapping up before in the new year. So there is gonna be like two episodes a week now. From really? what, what I saw on Wikipedia, yeah.
0: Two episodes uh-huh. a week. Okay. I'm into that. Intense. Uh there's a, I, I've said this before, but there's a new season starting in the in, in January, January, January. right? Yeah. So yeah. that's why.
1: Yeah. Um, so I was really bummed that the Fox won that, like, I was gonna say that lip sync. That uh whatever. That that <laughs> competet. Lip sync. There. Done. I don't know another word for it. The fox won the lip sync. It's fine. Um, (laughs) I thought the butterfly was so much better. The butterfly was? Like? The
0: butterfly was better, I think... I don't know. I don't know what... Because, like, the audience is deciding, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what criteria the audience is using to decide who gets to stay and who is unmasked. Know. They have because, no taste. Because last week we... Or the, the previous episode, it was Patty LaBelle. Yeah, which... Who, like, if you're judging based on, on vocal ability, she is here till the
1: end of the competition, right? Yep. Th- and that's just that. And I would have thought the butterfly would have stayed, but I guess not. Yes. Um, the next pair we have is are the Thingamajig, <laughs> who performed Haven't Met You Yet by Michael Bublé uh, versus The Tree, who sang Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Yes.
0: I What I remember from this is being completely floored by who might be under the tree costume. I know. I'm, which we'll, we'll get to. Mm. Uh, but I really enjoyed... Mm. i wanted I, I wanted to say i really enjoyed both performances but now that i'm remembering
1: it the tree killed that performance. absolutely also i think it didn't help ha- i mean i don't know michael followed- i don't know michael blue buble buble's music yes. all that well right. i like i know what it is but like <laughs> but you've heard this song before to i, I sure have heard this heard song it. before but i was just like eh, i don't know it just wasn't i mean he sounded good
0: the thing but, about it is the thingamajig's voice does not lend itself to what like what Michael Buble does with his voice it just it does not work with what
1: the thingamajig yeah. thingamajig does with him, is his definitely voice. not a big band singer right <laughs> well because at
0: this point I think we're we're just dealing with whereas there were uh, athletes and actors and mm-hmm. all that in the competition at one point we're now down to just
1: the vocalists yeah people right? who've actually sung
0: with the exception of the tree uh, so maybe most likely so uh it's interesting that i don't know i i I feel like adding your own flavor to a michael buble song shouldn't be that difficult exactly
1: um but i mean i was really happy that the tree won that lip sync because (laughs) because she was amazing because
0: it looked like based on what happened in the first round that we were going to lose the tree Mm mm-hmm but I'm, I'm, glad I'm we really didn't. happy. I think she... This is probably the best performance she's done all season. Absolutely.
1: Um, so from there, the Butterfly and the Thingamajig are sent to the SmackDown. Yes. Um, where the Butterfly performed Believer by Imagine Dragons. And the Thingamajig performed Caught Up by Usher.
0: I am very surprised
1: that the Thingamajig got to stay. Yep. It was boring. Yeah. It was just a boring performance. And, like, um, I also feel... Like, sometimes with the SmackDown songs, they're not evenly matched. Like, mm-hmm. they're doing songs that you can't, like, yes, you can compare, actually, no, you can't compare each um uh, contestant's, like, ability with the song, I mm-hmm. think. Because they're such different songs. So yeah. it's like, you know, if you like one song better than you like the other to begin with, then you're probably going to lean toward the other, you know, the contestant who's singing the song you like um
0: i think that the smackdown needs to be a duet
1: absolutely i think that it would be incredible
0: and and a really given how like light and fluffy this show is i think giving us either a duet or some kind of mashup it would show another element
1: of the creativity in music yeah from the creators of this show immediately i think of don't go breaking my heart with elton john and kiki d that's like the ultimate um duet it'd be so much fun I'm thinking
0: more of a duet that's like made up where the song is actually sung by one person. Oh, but somehow, and they like
1: trade on and off. Right. Somehow uh.
0: the producers edit it so that it becomes a duet. Because I really, I forget what week it was. I want to say it was the week with the. Ladybug and whoever else whoever she was going up against I think it was the Rottweiler. I wanted whatever song uh the Rottweiler was doing I wanted that to be a duet. I wanted them to uh to hmm. sort of
1: trade off cuz it would have worked nicely, I think. Yeah. Um so who did who was was I unmasked? mean, unfortunately the butterfly was unmasked, but it was very exciting cuz yeah. it was Michelle Williams yes. of Destiny's Child fame. Um and I liked that you could tell that she was holding back. Unt- like she vocally. was vocally yeah, yeah vocally she was definitely holding it back because after she was unmasked and got to finish um he it was a believer right yeah yeah when she got to finish that song
0: no she went back to sorry not sorry. okay
1: um it was like oh oh okay i see where we are and most of the judges got it right yes which is very interesting
0: it's it's weird because in previous weeks they had mentioned fantasia right and i heard glimpses of fantasia but Uh, Fantasia, Fantasia does not hold back when she sings. It's just not a thing that I think she can even do. Uh, so Michelle Williams has a similarity to the way that Fantasia sings, Mm -hmm. but there's more, there's almost like a, like a teaspoon more of control. Where uh, yeah. she can she can really hold back, which she's been doing this entire mm-hmm. competition, which is why I never made it to Michelle Williams, even though the judges pointed in that direction. Yep i kept I kept hearing, um, is it "Girl" by Destiny's Child?
2: Yeah. If you listen to Oh, the song, yeah. If you mm-hmm. to the
0: song "Girl" by Destiny's Child, I kept comparing the way that she was singing to that the, to to her um, her verse in that song and being like oh she goes so high at the end of that verse how is how could this be her Mm -hmm. and then uh during one of the commercial breaks on on this episode i played uh what what was the song i played for you it was it was that and then it was we break the dawn and Mm -hmm. that was finally where we put it together it was some other song because like with destiny's
1: child she did sound a little like fantasia which is what's really crazy when you played the older Destiny's Child song for me. Right, but on her own, three, it's a little different.
0: You have three different voices, yeah. and they have to serve different purposes, exactly. and so they just had her be really high, mm-hmm. and also like barely in the song, if we're being honest. Uh I mean, it's, well, that's it's true. a fact. They, right. they gave her very short portions of, of the group songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I just it was really exciting, because I think a lot of people were pointing toward Kelly Rowland, and I was like, that's not Kelly's voice. Mm-hmm. Kelly's voice is deeper than that, and no,
1: no, no, that's mm-hmm. not her. So... Um, do we want to talk about who's, who's left? left? Yes. So, we have the fox, the thingamajig, and the tree. So from this episode. The Fox, we think, is. I think it's still Wayne Brady. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, not gonna really veer far from that. Um It has to be Wayne Brady. I think the thing of jig is Montel Jordan, just the you know, the fact that he was on hiatus for ten years, also comparing it to, you know, other songs of his, I think it's pretty clear. Um there was
0: also there was a, in his clue package this year, this uh this past episode, there was a um there was a reference to religion. And mm-hmm. he's very he's very religious, and yeah. I think his religion is something that is like newly appearing in his music Oh, because he just released an album oh yes
1: one of the songs you played for me i heard jesus yep. like 30 seconds in right so um and then we have the tree Ooh, the, and the tree the, 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 the gag of the century so and i feel i mean i felt bad when they were like Throwing out who it might be, and I was like considering because this whole time I'm like, yeah, this is like an old woman singer because like you know she's wearing low chunky heels. I feel bad <laughs> because everybody was throwing out Lisa Kudrow, which well, the, I never would have thought. But the clue package gave us both friends, and Smelly Cat, and Smelly Cat. Like, I mean, Smelly Cat. Who else? Right. So, but you you were doing some digging, and it's it's hard because she hasn't really sung in anything other than like a like a parody voice yeah that's you know available i think
0: courtney cox and jennifer aniston cannot sing like so it's definitely not Mm -mm. them and i was also i was trying to think of who else it could have been i thought of the person who plays lisa kudrow's sister who was played by lisa Lisa kudrow Kudrow. (laughs) ursula uh and also um the woman who um who carries her brother's kids is it right the the surrogate oh my god yes by anna faris and those oh, two the, sur- yes. the surrogate mm-hmm. those two are not in that costume so i just don't um i also don't th- i think if it was anna faris we would know mm-hmm. so uh
1: we're just some people were to, also sorry Some people were also we're also saying um amy Sidaris. yeah I, I think don't know. I could
0: see Amy Sedaris because she is she's very sneaky because I think part of her part of her appeal, even though she's very funny, is shocking you. And I would be incredibly shocked to find out that she has this incredible big like Broadway
1: voice mm-hmm. I that know. we just never knew about. I'm so. now I'm excited. I'm excited to see who the tree is. I want um, the tree to go home next just to be like, yeah. it was you. And if like, it is Lisa Kudrow, I want her to have her her Michelle hair from Romeo and Michelle. <laughs> Because I feel like it's if it is, it's like it's Michelle in that costume. I don't think you could fit all that teasing under there. She's wearing a cone.
0: Is she the one wearing the cone? Yeah, so she's Mira like. Sarvino was teased?
1: No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm saying Lisa Kudrow oh, is wearing a cone. Yeah, okay, she's in like a it. like a. That is the ugliest costume so far in these two seasons. It's funny and like you know it's kooky, but it is ugly. Yeah,
0: it's second to the thingamajig. Oh, the thingamajig is just bad. The thingamajig is a weird Franken scarecrow almost.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Makes you wonder what kind of stuff they're gonna come up with for the following season. If they came up with something like the thingamajig and a Christmas tree, which they're not even acknowledging. It's a tree- that
1: it's because a tree. You know. It is obviously a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. It does it happen tree. They could have called her Funnel. Fanny the Funnel?
0: Fanny the Funnel. Mm-hmm. That could be for next season. Yeah. Well, that's um That's it for The Masked Singer, and uh, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we have a special interview with our dear friend Pissy Miles and her friend Jacqueline Hyde, who are starring in a Christmas show together, and you're going to want to know all about it. So stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the kiki going. We're back, and we are joined by Pissy Miles and Jacqueline Hyde. Hi, ladies.
2: Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you both doing? Oh, just uh, fine. I'm still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
1: That doesn't inspire a lot of confidence, Pissy. Pissy.
2: You know, I don't inspire a lot of confidence in general. So...
0: <laughs> I feel like there are several speakers of the house that would disagree with well, you on that.
2: Oh,
3: Listen, I always walk away feeling better about myself, Pissy. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm so glad. She's, she's like, wow, after seeing that, I feel very confident in myself.
1: let's let's start off with um, i thought she was commiserating and that was a read
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: um let's start off by asking you both for your pronouns
3: um would you like me to start yes please i would love it um i guess i technically in life just go you can call me whatever you want my one stipulation is in drag it's she her my my Biggest pet peeve is when people. Uh, someone. I just got. I was on the train just now back from brunch, and somebody on the train yelled my boy name at me while I was in full drag. I was like, "How dare you!"
2: Oh, that's <laughs>
0: rude. I know. Uh, the rudest.
2: Mm-mm. My so, uh, my pronouns are cheese steak, <laughs> so uh, you can you yeah. can call me. Whatever you want, I, I I I will I will actually agree with Jackie. My pronouns in drag are she/her, but out of drag, you can call me whatever the fuck you want. I really don't care. Right, just don't ruin the illusion. <laughs> yeah, uh, once once the rain curtain goes up, you have to uh, you have to abide by my rules. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know what a rain curtain is? No. It dawned on me that you might not. It's a theater term. You know, those like sparkly, like tinsel curtains (gasps) that are like the long strips. That's called a rain curtain. It is? Rain curtain. Yeah. The more you know. Oh, so the (laughs)
1: illusion. I see. Yes. I thought
0: it was some elaborate. Okay. So I I went to see Singing in the Rain at like a little regional theater in Mm -hmm. Maine, and they had a contraption that created the rain on the stage. and that And that contraption also made the curtains catch fire at one (gasps) point. What? And I was like, what is happening here? (laughs) Oh, my my... (laughs) God.
3: I I don't want to flex, but I did play Don Lockwood in the high school production of Singing in the Rain. Did you? Uh, Yes. And we had water on stage. The problem is, oh, siren.
0: it's, It's fine. Let's talk through it.
3: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Dear God, we're under attack (laughs) Aren't we always, though? It was a high school production So we had water on stage, but there was a point Where I was tap dancing in a bucket Of water, essentially (laughs) it was so it was so sad
0: (laughs) wow and that prepared you for drag in new york city because right it's
3: nothing but up from there
1: (laughs) i mean depending on the club you might be tap dancing in a bucket of water you never
2: know (laughs) or or several thank goodness boots and saddle is gone oh my god (laughs) no more tap dancing in a bucket of water
0: Jackie, can can you tell us how you and
3: Pissy met? Yeah. Um Pissy and I met. I'm gonna say because I have seen Pissy several times. Cause Pissy, you used to perform at albatross, right? I
2: did a million years ago.
3: <laughs> which is which is before I even did drag. So I'm not gonna count that as when we met. I met pissy more officially through Sherry Pie.
2: Yes, because I went to see their shows
3: back when it was like uh back when you were doing bingo at
2: um the Ritz, right? Oh my god, yeah. That yeah. was that was about um uh, well, I guess it had to have been almost 2 years ago. Has yeah. it been that long? Has it been that long? I know, doesn't it, it's like all the people are like, well, how long have you been doing drag at Barracuda? And all of a sudden I turn into Rose from Titanic. I'm like, it's been 84 years. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, how long have I been here? All all of a sudden I feel like I've been doing drag for like 27 years. Like you've gone through some sort of wormhole.
3: I know. It just means Um, that
1: you're timeless pissing.
2: Timeless, yeah. Okay. (laughs) i'm in a time warp is what it feels like
0: <laughs> i i feel like it's been 20 2019 for 27 years
2: so oh i my know
3: god right it's
1: <sighs> so the year
0: that won't end
3: i was for looking real. at my resolutions for i make resolutions every year it's my favorite holiday is new year's and i was looking at the ones i made in 2019 i was like good god we're still <laughs> doing this did you accomplish <laughs> them yeah i did well one of them was to start doing drag full-time i was doing part-time for three years Oh wow! Um, and now I'm full time. So that oh, was that's so exciting. Congratulations! Yeah. Oh my
1: goodness, that's when amazing. When did you go full
3: time, Jackie? I went full time in February. So 2019 ended for me in February. Oh! <laughs> I mean, you, I,
1: you accomplished a resolution in less than two months. That's pretty amazing. Well, I feel basically, like, my yeah.
3: resolution was quit my job. That, that's yeah. not too hard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. But I think that it's, is that you is you also know. my resolution for 2020. It's because- <laughs>
1: <laughs> doing drag full time as a career though I think I don't r- think people realize how how hard that is and how it's you know one of those easier said than done things yeah where you know it takes a lot of time and sacrifice so that's really amazing that you were able to do that
3: yeah it's i I think it's not even that it's like that it is difficult but I think it's
2: literally you just never stop yeah, yeah. you basically just don't stop moving
3: mm-hmm. like even when you're not on stage you're still doing drag in some way
1: right yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so Jacqueline, what was your first impression of Pissy when you met her?
3: (laughs) Wow. Um, I, I thought, I think she's brilliant. Uh, My favorite thing about Pissy's humor is that it comes off very, um, clean and family friendly. But then when you're listening to it, you're like, oh, wait a minute.
2: (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. she just told a joke about felching
3: yeah it's like, right there's something about the quality of her voice where you listen to her and you're like oh she is a disney princess and then she's not so i that my first <laughs> my first impression was like it was a very early impression because like i said i met her way before she met me and uh my first thought was like oh what a what a nice introduction to drag i guess
0: <laughs>
3: I'm, and now now I look back at it and I'm like, oh, God. She's <laughs> <laughs> a monster.
2: I know. I'm, the, I'm like the gateway drug of drag. i yeah,
3: <laughs> You don't realize the bad
2: effects. <laughs> Until it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're a drag queen a couple of years later. Oh, no. Well, I'm sorry I did that to you. <laughs>
3: It's all right. I, I quote Pissy all the time. I today somebody just somebody just posted on Facebook a quote that I I quoted Pissy on something and they posted it to Facebook. It's my favorite is Pissy's rules, which yeah. is
2: when I'm be- playing my game at, at pieces. Uh, I have two rules, and I'll, I'll let you. I won't steal it from you.
3: Oh no please, it's my favorite is I'll do my pissy impression. It's she'll <laughs> she'll say, um, all right, rule oh I can't even do it. Rule one. It's it's literally I do like I do like a matronly like school teacher voice. It's rule number one, don't touch pissy Miles. Rule number two,
2: I'm pissy Miles. <laughs> and it's my favorite (laughs) because that is the essential pissy miles it's like I am the most important person in the room but nobody knows but you
3: don't know (laughs) 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 and my favorite thing is people anytime people tell me a joke of yours they have an impression too (laughs) everybody everybody has a pissy impression somebody the other day said to me will you all make some noise so that i know you're alive
2: (laughs) 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 it's true i
0: i have a favorite pissy quote too it's oh Uh uh-huh
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> me just wrecking my vocal fold.
1: <laughs> when well, we, uh, when well, we, I think like shock one another. We'll do that and go. Oh, it's like oh, that offended you.
2: That one, ja- that's the one that got you. <laughs> and Jasmine always says, Jasmine always says her favorite is when I go like if I make a joke about a celebrity uh, and people are like, oh no, oh no, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Is she a friend of yours? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right.
1: (laughs) It's like stop bringing the show to a screeching halt. Let's move on.
2: Exactly. I love this conversation. Can we keep this conversation going? (laughs) Just Just tell me all your favorite things about me. Well,.
3: the dirty disney princess that is pissing we've oh my given god you,
0: we've given you all of this these great compliments let's give you some feedback
2: yeah. uh, oh, no wow. uh, <laughs> what's your <laughs> least favorite thing about this <laughs>
0: let me just unroll this scroll let's not um,
2: start i have a
1: note
0: you're like,
2: Pissy Miles, you're like, Pissy Miles, we have your dad on the line. We're going to get, we're going to talk for this conversation. See, we, you, you thought we
1: had you on here to talk about your holiday show together, but it was really an intervention. Oh, no. um, it's like, this is your life.
2: Pissy, we're worried about you. <laughs> for no particular reason, we just worry a lot. Just, just general concern. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like it, you're like, I worry about you, beffy." <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline,
0: are you originally from New York?
3: Um, I'm not. I am from Arizona. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, a little town. It's Kingman, Arizona. Oh, and my I, God.
0: So what brought you to New York?
3: I went foolishly to theater school.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot of us.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. All <laughs> of us making those mistakes. Was it Amda? <laughs> no, it was Ada. thank you. <laughs> um
2: it's the american le- academy of dramatic arts yes that's where i went it's oh like Amber, but you take out the music <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i hired her for a musical yeah
3: <laughs> listen i took my vocal production classes because <laughs> they can't call them singing classes really no, I, th- I mean i they should i don't know it's just called vocal production because you know what it is is each one it wasn't about like the quality of the sound it was about like can you tell the story with the song
2: mm. Mm. so it's like Uh-oh. it's like an interpretation class
3: yeah so it's called vocal production because there are people in there who just simply could not sing
2: oh <laughs> my goodness
3: <laughs> and i hope they're listening <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sherry Pie, where are you? <laughs> oh, um, wow. I'm kidding. I... Oh. Oh. I'm sorry, is she a friend of yours? No. <laughs> wow.
1: Just kidding. <laughs> I love pie. Uh, you said you love pie. Anyway. I do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so what inspired you to do drag, Jacqueline?
3: Um, I you know my mother is suddenly Seymour. Oh, we know Sutton. biological, not drag. Yes. So I, I watched. What did she say? See, <laughs> she gets
2: sneaky. What did you I say said, about my dear mother? I, I said biological, not drag. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, she birthed me. <laughs> and uh i just i did uh her i did her virgin show uh okay and then was ruined
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> you, you, you know you go into Sutton show a virgin and well you, you come out yeah exactly <laughs> period period you just come out like that's that's it it's a fact <laughs> you know well that's exciting Look
3: at yeah that. and i've been doing it for four years wow what's your favorite part about
0: doing drag
2: Oh,
3: do I have to? <laughs>
2: not, <laughs> not, not doing drag. No, <laughs> That's my, part.
3: my I will say my favorite part of the show is not even necessarily the parts that I'm performing. My favorite part is talking to the people from the stage. You know, yeah. like having having that connection with an audience is my favorite part. Of it. Um, I think it's just it's like theater but less serious, which is my favorite. Hmm, mm.
0: I like that less serious.
3: Yeah, yeah. more Still interactive though. Yeah, yes. it's interactive performance.
0: It's interactive, but for some reason the people in the audience are always shocked when it becomes interactive. Like,
3: Right, they're like, oh god, why are they talking to me? Oh, she's
0: talking to me. <laughs> oh god. Ooh, I thought this was a you know a NASA
3: right, space thing. we're watching behind glass right now. <laughs> it's like, I can see you. From miles away.
0: <laughs> oh, um, well, so the two of you are doing this show. It's called The Christmas Wish, a theatrical drag romp. Uh, <laughs> tell us about the
2: show. It's well the show was uh, a show that I wrote last year for Sherry and I to perform um, and this year unfortunately sherry's schedule did not allow for it and the show is basically what would happen to uh if two drag queens had to decide what they wanted the night before Christmas and that is just the the general synopsis
3: <clears throat> right it's I, even I mean it feels like drag sisters if two because we live together in this situation mm. yes yes in one room
1: as many drag sisters do
2: yeah. <laughs> it's a studio <laughs> it's a it's but a we talk play about it like sudden. we talk about it like it's a mansion but it's a studio right right <laughs>
3: And, I mean, we've got a fireplace. So New York real estate—that's pretty impressive.
2: I know, yeah. and and we talk about the foyer. Oh, is there exposed brick?
3: Uh, always,
2: always.
3: <laughs> it's actually nothing but exposed brick. It's
1: just, it's just outside.
2: It's a brick it's so just... house. <laughs> and they
3: have
0: to—they have to take turns sleeping in the fireplace. Oh my so. god, stop it!
1: We do. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's really sad. Uh, <laughs> We actually we went to see the show last year and we thought it was incredible.
2: Yes. Oh, thank you. And I'm we still are still <laughs> good. That was what I was.
1: Going there was for. there was one song that I think about very often. That oh
2: God, refers to, to
1: a donut topping, and I
2: yeah-hmm: I know exactly which and song it you're was: talking about It that. was
1: a moment that you did one of yours, your, your sneaky, sneaky pissy moments, and it hit me like about a good minute later, and I, I've just been I haven't been the same since.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so glad that's my only hope is that <laughs> the show keeps giving throughout the year. It really is an amazing show. Thank you. I'm really I'm very proud mm-hmm. of it. And I'm I'm even more proud that uh that now Jacqueline gets to be a part of it. And I'm very I'm excited so happy <clears throat> to have her in it.
0: We're I mean we're we're excited to see how the how it changes the dynamic of the show and all that stuff. Um I also I really like I just like making eye contact with Daniel and saying wintry glaze. Mm-mm.
2: And he's just like <laughs> he goes
0: somewhere else. He leaves. Wintry
2: glaze he leaves his body. It oh is probably one of my favorite lyrics. Like, it is one of my proudest lyrics. That it is. I've ever it written. is one
1: of your best parodies. It's up I, there. I'm so glad you think so. It's because That's
3: quite a list, too. It is
1: yes. there are a lot, but that that one in particular, it it, it made an an impact on me, if you will. Um, and, <laughs> over and, um, and, over and over and over and over and over exactly. Um,
2: <laughs> but yeah, you,
1: you know, it, it's really hard to describe. One just has
2: to go see it. Yes, and you should. Yes. <laughs> december 13th and 14th at 9 30 p.m at the triad theater buy your tickets in the link below yes <laughs> yes look in the look in, in the description in the show
1: notes we will yes. be providing links um to buy the tickets
0: yeah. um and buy them right now like if yeah, you're listening to this right now last year they sold out yeah
2: and we people... did but it was it was shocking because <laughs> we had not sold out up and up until like the night of and so we were we were like oh well i guess that's a bus and then all of a sudden there was like this line out the door of people trying to get tickets and so okay. we keep trying to tell people we're like no we're not kidding it does sell out yeah. you should get your tickets in advance because last year we were literally turning people away they yeah.
1: were knocking down the doors to get in instead of get out like they normally do
2: i know
3: <laughs> <laughs> once well, they get in we do, the we do lock the doors <laughs> we do
1: Then then we we... light the torches. It's very (laughs) carry.
0: Pissy, you have been making some waves in
1: uh... (laughs) the the wave pool. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I knew that's what was going.
0: (laughs) No, you've been making some political waves lately. Uh, You were you were in DC for the uh, impeachment impeachment hearings. hearings. And then you were covering the uh, the most recent Democratic debates in uh, in Atlanta. Um, What has that been like for you?
2: Well, I haven't slept much. Uh, (laughs) I've been I've been it's been crazy. It's been such a wonderful experience, uh, really, to be kind of a a a voice for the the voiceless and so i'm 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 really excited about it i i'm very excited and i i plan to keep doing uh, more things like that, but also to be reminding people that I'm a, a, a filthy comedian. <laughs> yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have so any no pants suits in your future then? <laughs> no pants suits. No pants. Except
2: for this show. Nope, not a single one. I didn't even wear them to Congress. <laughs> you barely wore a dress to Congress. <laughs> barely. It was a, a <laughs> cocktail napkin.
1: <laughs> I love that that is the dress that you wore. To go to the (laughs) Capitol.
2: Well, what's funny is Jack Fury, who's the political director for HAPS, the app that brought me down, uh, saw me wear that dress to Barracuda. And he was like, wear that. And I was like, are are you you sure? And he was like, yes. And I was like, okay. It was requested. (laughs) It was. Everyone's like, how did you decide what to wear? I'm like, I I didn't. It did seem very purposeful. Like, it felt like red. Like, it was like politics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was
1: a power tie, but over your whole body.
2: Yeah, it, it, it was <laughs> certainly something.
0: <laughs> Do you have any uh, any plans coming up to cover anything else that you can tell us about?
2: Yes, I actually just bought a um, four pack of Hanes underwear. <laughs> and that you. is that is what I will be covering next. <laughs>
0: I hate you. Um <laughs> Uh, well, before we let you both go, we wanted to know what are on your Christmas lists?
3: Ooh. <laughs> you, don't, you don't ask a queen what she wants you to buy for her.
1: Maybe you do. She sends you the link to her Amazon wish list.
3: Right. I'm like, listen, have you met Pierre Victory? She's making our outfits for the show.
2: I'd like a she gift is. card to her. They are making <sighs> the most wonderful outfits for us.
1: Oh, I'm excited. Ooh. They do amazing work.
2: They do. Yes. Oh yes.
1: Uh.
3: Um, I'm very excited. I didn't even know that we were getting new outfits and Pissy announced, Well, Pieretta is making us dresses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I said, All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, and I actually just met Puretta the other day to go fabric shopping, and I'm very excited for what they're making us because I have uh, not sent them measurements. <laughs> hmm. So I, I, I was like, just wrap a bunch of. I was like, just wrap a bunch of fabric around your your island in your kitchen; it'll fit me perfectly.
3: <laughs> Stop um, it.
2: Uh, and forgive me, I misgendered them earlier. I just have to cover. Oh, that. that's okay. That's okay. You you corrected yourself, and that's what matters. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, on my Christmas list, I keep telling David, "I was like, all I want." He was like, "What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas?" And I was like, "I just want a nap. That's all I want." <laughs> uh, so, hope, if you want to get me anything for uh, Christmas, get me five minutes of nap time. Oh, um, is you that, know what?
3: No, I'm also going to finish that. Finish what you're saying. <laughs> uh, no, I don't
1: know. I it was half baked. It disappeared.
3: <laughs> I am going to say, if we're doing more practical, I have been telling my roommate for four years that I want a new cutting board because it's such an easy Christmas list.
1: I was just Ooh. saying how oh, we need a new cutting board this morning.
2: I, I just want a really big mean. one. Mm-hmm. A charcuterie board. <laughs> Ooh. I love a charcuterie board. As do I. It makes me wish I had gone out to eat.
0: that's
3: the end of that
0: well (laughs) it's never too late to do (laughs) that
2: the restaurants are still open (laughs) (laughs) call now for your free charcuterie board
0: (laughs) well thank you both for joining us it's been a joy um please remind our listeners where they can see your show and uh let us know about any gigs you have coming up
2: Well, the show is uh, this Friday, the 13th and 14th of December at the Triad Theater on West 72nd in New York City. And it is at 9.30 p.m. and there are only two performances this year. So please come see both of them. If you're
3: lining up outside of the theater the day of, you're screwed.
2: You did something wrong. (laughs) You should get your tickets in advance.
0: (laughs) Yes. And uh, do you have any... Do you, either of you want to plug some gigs coming up, maybe?
3: Oh, uh, sure. I mean, uh, there are my weekly gigs all over my Instagram. But also, Sherry Pye and I are, are actually going to be doing a show together on Christmas Day.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
3: Um, uh, we're going to be doing... I am actually graduating from culinary school in a week.
2: Which oh, is wow. why I hired you for this
3: show. <laughs> yes. And so we're doing a live cooking show at icon on christmas day oh that's exciting yeah it's gonna be great
0: that's local we might see you might see us there
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah please we're gonna announce that later
2: later this week that's very exciting that's very exciting we're gonna take
0: a quick break but when we come back we've got keto corner and a bunch of things we're excited about so stick around we'll be right back
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free, and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip, and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, ten dollars off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com/kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com/kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle.
0: We're back, and what's in Arcado Corner this week? This week are your Pizza Boats. <laughs> <laughs> You're having just as much difficulty saying it as I was coming up with a name for it when I was filming it.
1: <laughs> we have your Pizza I'm having a hard time today with English. Pizza Boats. Pe- your Pizza Boats My video. Pizza Boats. Pe- don't make it any harder than this <laughs> is already. <laughs> um, we have your Pizza Boats video. I hate you. Pizza boats. You Have just your, said your it. pizza boat. Your pizza boats video on YouTube. Wow.
0: Yes. So uh, we we found this recipe for um, stuffed peppers, and they were flavored like Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. and I didn't like it. So I came up with this recipe where you make a. It's almost like a deep dish mm-hmm. pizza, but you put everything inside a pepper, and so you're eating. You're basically you. It's all the all the components of a pizza mm-hmm. but you're eating it off a pepper so it's amazing it's tasty and it's what i had i think all last week for meal prep or yeah. for uh, lunch at work so um yeah i i love it i thought i was gonna mm-hmm. get tired of it i mm-hmm. swore i'm like anything where you're filling a vegetable with something i'm gonna hate it like the next day
1: Nope. no, And they reheat so well. Like, that's the other thing is that it's one of the recipes that we make. We've started to make very, very often because of how well it reheats specifically in the microwave. Yeah, Because it really, it tastes like it came out of the oven.
0: Yeah. If it tastes like, I don't know, a tough foot coming out of the microwave, we're
1: not making it Mm-mm. ever again. So yeah. thankfully uh-huh. it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But make sure to go check it out. It's absolutely delicious. And, you know, even if you're not on keto, I think you should try it. Absolutely. Because it's just yummy food.
0: Yeah, it's um it's interesting. It's kind of like um if you think about it as as if it's a sloppy joe but without the bun. Mhm. You're just putting all of the components of something. I mean, it's not not a completely foreign concept. I think there are people who do it with tuna a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, a pepper stuffed with, you know, ground meat that's flavor kind of like a bolognese and then, you know, Um, lots of mozzarella on top oh you're talking about what i made oh no it's not a bowl it's not bolognese it's specifically
0: a pizza sauce oh it's a pizza sauce that you put in there oh okay i use yeah that i make myself
1: Uh fancy
0: um but you can find out all about that if you watch the video and there will be a link in um in the description box of the video to the recipe Mm -hmm. as there has been um these past couple weeks so uh be sure to check that out well it's time for i'm so excited
2: I'm so excited! I'm so excited! this
1: week we excited! <laughs> <laughs> this week we've discovered a little bit of magic. Yes. Um we came across Jolene I'm on youtube this week and we are absolutely obsessed with her um jolene is is a queen who has been on the internet since the early 90s um posting uh comedy videos um and and cooking shows things of that nature and um on her youtube channel she does do regular cooking shows but what we really kind of fell in love with her her um her annual uh, Christmas series, where she trailer posts park Christmas. her trailer park Christmas series. Thank you, where she posts um, one video every day during the month of December through December twenty fifth, um, and there, are <clears throat> recipe videos, craft videos, uh, rumpus room chat videos, and uh, things like that. Um, and they really are fun. I have to say. Um, considering that she's also doing this in an actual small kitchen, which is something that she, she addresses in the video. Cause I guess people are like, are you really in a kitchen? And yeah. like, she is it, it, you know, it is her actual trailer park kitchen. Um, yeah, she's amazing.
0: I find it so funny that, uh, so I found her YouTube channel first and I watched a couple of videos of it and Daniel was like, what is that? Turn it off right now. And about three days later, I came home from work and Daniel was shamefully watching one of the videos. And I was like, oh, really? I was not shamefully. Oh, really?
1: Sometimes I'm not no, no, no. Like no, no, no. ready for what you're I presenting. Walked,
0: I walked in the door and you very, very hurriedly uh, like scatteredly or whatever grabbed for the remote to turn the TV off. And I was like, wait a minute. What's happening here? And I knew I was like, oh, he's watching one of Jolene Sugarbaker's videos. I just don't understand. Where's Where's the shame? She's wonderful. There
1: was no shame. I just I felt bad because I started to enjoy them, and like I told you, I am not like always. It's not like the moment where I can like receive something new. Mm. And Jolene is lovely, but she's a lot. Like you need to. I think she's just enough. Be in the headspace. I love the rumor that exists that
0: Jolene Sugarbaker was the inspiration for the character of Mimi on the Drew Carey show. And if we ever get her on the show, you bet your rump, your rumpus room that I'm going to ask her about mm-hmm. it because I want to know. I want to know all about it. Um, so she's fascinating. Be sure to check her out. Lots of festive energy and um, just like a a good time, but very... Um, What's the word? Like, a, it's like an old school energy from her in terms of the the way the videos are formatted.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're very, um, I mean, they're family friendly also. Right. So, uh, yeah, but I think that they're, um, she just, she uses a lot of... Um, it feels like you're watching
0: a public access show, Thank but you. a public access show from like 20 or 30 years ago.
1: Yes. Which yes. I love. Yeah. There's a lot of kind of old, uh, older, is it? Or, um, I feel free. like campy. It's yeah. just very, it's very, very campy. it is like pure camp. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you should really run out and go, uh, check out her videos. They're a good time. Run to your nearest cellular device. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, check it out.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of running, uh,
0: we watched <laughs> bad segue. Uh, We watched Trixie Mattel's Moving Parts and everything you've heard about this documentary is true. It's It's so good. So good. It's so good. It made me feel sad, happy, glad. All of it. Yeah. I, I did come away with it feeling bad about some of the stuff that we because we were we were i i want to say that when we were recapping harsh when we were recapping all stars three because when trixie was first on drag race on season seven i was all in and i think those recaps are still somewhere on our website so you can listen to those if you don't believe me um but i was a big trixie stan i love i i still love trixie i still think she's amazing i love the way that she paints. Uh, but what spoke to me the most about her, spe- it was spe- specifically her makeup. My introduction to drag was through Divine. And so the shapes and the exaggeration of her makeup to me reminded me of Divine. So I think that's what was so exciting to me and why as soon as the Meet the Queens videos came up for season seven, I was like, oh, she's going to win the season. I was convinced. It was like the first time I was wrong. Uh, so
1: It was kind of shocking.
0: Yeah. So then... All Stars 3 happens and while we were happy to see her back it just felt like they were it felt like they were unnecessarily rigging the show in her favor and it's like she doesn't need this she's talented all it's, on her own
1: shenanigans beyond her you know? control were being like pulled
0: right i'm happy that she won i'm happy that she Mm -hmm. lives on as a winner of the drag race all-stars franchise but it just didn't like it just didn't feel right Mm -hmm. you know as a fan of hers it didn't feel right watching it and being like oh i'm actually rooting for Mm -hmm. her when it feels like shangela should be in this position you know what i mean at least
1: to compete against her right at least right um but
0: trixie has moved far beyond the the um the notoriety the, that yeah. she got on mm-hmm. Drag Race proper, and she is an unstoppable. I mean, the the documentary was number one. Yeah, she's on a force. iTunes.
1: That Drag Race shadow is like so far away right now. Yeah, like she's amazing. Um, and she's just gotten. I think in terms of her comedy, and also just, I guess, how open she is. because she wasn't always that. Like this is very open. For yeah. Her. Yeah. Um. You know, she's a drag queen that won't smile for a photo. She doesn't want to, which I think is just, like, amazing. Yeah. You know? Um, It's it's really interesting to see her let people in that yeah. way. So I think it's it's fascinating.
0: It's also interesting <clears throat> that... So the, the whole I'm-not-going-to-smile-for-a-photo thing, I took her to be one of those drag queens that hates the meet-and-greet, for example. She doesn't seem to hate any of it. Mm-mm. She is just... I guess reminding herself of where she is and what her, um, like what what the goal is of whatever like in whatever space she's in because she works so much and because she's constantly moving she has to remind herself okay I'm here to do a show there's a meet and greet before I have to you know I have to be on in a certain way she there's just I feel like there's there's so much growth that happened and it sucks to say it but I think her having a tough time on Drag Race and her going through the um the situation with her and katya mm-hmm. i think it brought her to this place where she's just like she has a level of gratitude for everything that is enviable i look at mm-hmm. her and i'm like you are so grateful for everything that's in front of you and i wish i could just have like a teaspoon yeah. of that
1: adversity will do that to yeah you. and i yeah. think that she did go through quite a bit of adversity both in her upbringing which i mean she gets into it in the documentary, in a way that she hasn't before, mm-hmm. you know, to to dealing with you know being pushed into the public eye, which can't be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that she's handled a lot of this better than probably ninety nine percent of people would. Yeah, and she's come out of it, like you said, unstoppable.
0: Yeah. So she was the first time that the fans created a campaign to try and get the contestant back mm-hmm. on the show after they were eliminated. Yeah, she should. They you saw know, what Drag Race didn't. That.
1: Yeah, that's we um, all did. We all did. Yeah, we all did. I mean, just fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um. So be sure to download that. It's available on iTunes, and um, and it's really good.
1: Yeah. It's just so
0: good. Ugh. Anyway, she's also a really good musician. Like you, we yeah, all know this already. Even, but like,
1: even if it's not your cup of tea, it's really fucking good.
0: It's just so mm-hmm. she's so talented. Like, yeah. Ugh,
1: I love it. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. Uh, Be sure to follow our guests. Uh, You can follow Pissy Miles at Pissy Miles on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow Jacqueline Hyde at Hyde Jacqueline on Twitter and at Jacqueline.Hyde on Instagram.
0: And speaking of following people, you can follow us, Grizzly Kiki, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: And you can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com.
0: And don't forget to subscribe. (gasps) on iTunes and Spotify.
1: Until next time. Bye.